Hey Rebels, welcome to another edition of Rebel Parenting. I am your host, Ryan Dobson, joined by my wife, Laura. We've got a great broadcast for you today. So excited. We are putting our first marriage workshop on, a Rebel Marriage Workshop with the Gap community. It's called Fusion. We're going to talk about it today. But before we do that, Rebel Parenting hit number 36 on the iTunes Top 200 this week. Thanks to our friend Jenny Allen talking about her book, Nothing to Prove. I got to tell you, we loved that book and the people have spoken. You've spoken. The reason we're number 36 is because you told your friends, you said, you got to listen to Jenny Allen. It's so good. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen. We're going to bump even higher up. Number one, here we come on iTunes. It's a great week to be a rebel. Also, Rebel Live every Monday and Friday, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern, Facebook.com slash J Ryan Dobson, news, current events, all the things that are going on. And we're now jumping into teaching about marriage and parenting every Monday, every Friday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern, Rebel Parenting, Rebel Live. Also, we have switched accounts on Instagram. We are at Rebel Parenting. Follow those stories. There is so much going on. You don't want to miss all the things that are happening. Rebel Parenting at Rebel Parenting on Instagram. The Fusion Marriage Workshop is what we're going to talk about today with Amy Maxwell. Amy is an amazing coach and trainer. She has trained all over the world for some serious high-powered corporations. She and her husband, Max, have a training they put on that Laura and I have gone to. And from the get-go, I want to tell you, we don't receive any financial contribution from Gap Community or Fusion. It's just so good that we knew it would impact our community. When our friends and our coworkers and the people we know go to a training like this, their marriage gets upgraded no matter where you're at. If you've got a good marriage, you're going to get a great marriage. If you're in trouble, it's going to get better. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Just a couple of things about this. Counseling and marriage conferences ought to be like oil changes. You spend so much money on a wedding and then you forget to continue to invest in your marriage year after year after year. So if you're married and you've got a vehicle, you get oil changes. If you're married, you ought to go to conferences. You ought to get counseling. You ought to work on your marriage. It will give you an upgrade. This conference increases your communication. The other thing too, people keep saying, well, what's the difference with this and every other marriage conference? This one is hands-on. Most conferences I've been to, most conferences out there, it's a lecture format where you sit, people talk to you about what you can do, and then you go home uh, when it's all over and try to practice some of the things. That's not this, this conference. This is a very small group, it's a real small intimate setting, The trainers there, Amy and Max, talk you through these things. Then you go out, you do a little homework, you come back, you go, this worked, this didn't work, what can we do? And you work on it right there so that you're not just thinking, maybe this will work. You're trying it right there. It actually works. Laura and I had the absolute best time and increasing your marriage, having a thing, improves your sex life. Absolutely. Speaking of sex life, next week on the broadcast on July 1st, Tim and Ann Evans back in the studio by very, very popular demand. People beg them to come back on to talk about their latest book. It's entitled Naked, Reclaiming Sexual Intimacy in Marriage. You are going to be blown away. Fantastic, amazing broadcast with giveaways. You're going to love it. But that's next week. This week, we've got Amy Maxwell talking about the Fusion Marriage Workshop right here on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the broadcast. Laura and I, we've known you for so long. Laura's known you for ages, but Forever. we went to <laughs> the, the Fusion Marriage Workshop that you and your husband, Max, put on, and I'm not kidding. 
I'm so blown away, so impressed. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about it. But just first, thanks for taking time out of your schedule and being on the broadcast with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Amy, I, I'm just so thrilled to have you. And I just want you to share just a tiny bit with our listeners about who you are and what you do. I, I know for me, you're my hero and Krav Maga and just like <laughs> taking charge and doing things, but you're just so dynamic and you add so much value to the people you're in community with. So I just, I know it, but I just want our listeners to hear a little bit about who you are. Yeah, I mean, I think in every area of my life, I am really passionate about people coming alive, mm-hmm. whether it has to do in your marriage mm-hmm. and infusing new life into it, or your own personal self-defense, or mm-hmm. your family, or just even in your own vision for who you are. Mm-hmm. I would say that'd be like a, a big theme in my life is just standing with people to come alive mm-hmm. and sparking them into action. So awesome. I know that's a, it's a big statement, but when I think about what I was put on the planet for, what God made me for, mm. that's mm. what I think he made me for. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and so you work with an organization <laughs> called Gap Community, and that really is facilitating this desire for you. That's, that's the kind of the wheels to what you're doing as a career and as a job. Talk a, a little bit about Gap, and then let's spend the rest of the time talking about the Fusion Marriage Workshop. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, uh, truthfully, there's probably a thousand expressions of my personal vision. But when I came across Gap Community, Mm. it just resonated. I love the work that we get to do. I love that it's deep. It's meaningful. It's very real time. It's not, oh, Mm. work on this for the next 10 years. Let's see what happens. It's right here, right now. Let's Mm. shift our lives together in this moment. And I love that. I love that that's the power of God's transformative spirit. It's mm. right here, right now, today. Mm. So, um, and I just, I love the work that we get to do with people. It's extremely meaningful. And um, I know, speaking for Jeff, he's not here today, but for the two of us, it's such an honor to get mm. to work in marriages, to share our marriage, and, and to work in people's lives in the areas that I think mean the most to them. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Amy, we get often asked, well, how is this different from every other conference? I mean, there's so <laughs> many marriage conferences out there, and uh, if sure. you don't sign up for the early bird, it's 600 bucks, and that sounds like so much. And Laura and I, in my job, I've been to, I mean, honestly, I have no idea how many marriage conferences I've been to. It's so many. I have a hard time remembering any of them, like anything specific. <laughs> from, and I, oh, I feel yeah. bad, but... It's because it was a lecture. You know, you sit mm. in a marriage conference and someone stands on stage uh-huh. and they regurgitate the book they wrote and they tell you all about their book and then they give you maybe homework to go home and do that and night. talk about it, yeah. And man, I went to school. I didn't do that well in it. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't sit that well with me. Fusion was completely different. It was experiential, learning, working, asking questions, doing the homework right there on the spot. It's like a science lab. You said that, Laura, science lab. That's right. Yeah. So, Amy, could you just tell us a little bit about the workshop and what's coming for people that are going to show up and take this stand? Sure. So I I hear two questions in what you're saying. The first question has to do with the workshop. How is it different? The other question is why make such a financial investment. Um, why? Perfect. Uh, so we'll, maybe we can tackle both of those separately. Yes. I think 
One of the things that, from my perspective, sets Fusion apart from other marriage workshops, and, and I'm with you, there's a lot out there, is that we're really taking cutting-edge science research, which I know sounds funny when you're talking about marriage, but there is great research out there about really what makes a marriage work and what hurts marriage. And some of the common things people think, like, I know this is an extreme example, but like an affair, believe it or not, is not a deal breaker. However, Mm -hmm. withholding your feelings from your spouse can be, or lots of contempt in your marriage can be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. So there's common themes that people have researched and looked at, and there is some pretty good science. So so that's great. So that's kind of what you were saying, Ryan, right? There's books out there. People wrote them. Here's my book. So the difference is we're not going to stand around and just talk about, okay, here's some data, write it down. We're actually going to press in with one another in our marriages and take a look. Okay, well, let's, let me actually look at my marriage today, right now, mm-hmm. and see where this could be present. I think one of the fears, if I could hypothesize, that people sometimes have is, oh, I'm going to have to open my marriage up to mm-hmm. everyone and put it on display. Oh, yes. And I keep hearing that yeah. from people. They're All so worried. Stuff. I'm going to just right. air my dirty laundry out in front of them. I don't of want it. to. And we have, we have close friends coming. We have listeners coming that I talk yeah. to on live videos twice a week. <laughs> and now it's getting down to the wire. And they're like, wait, I'm going to go in front of Ryan Dobson and Laura and talk about all my dirty laundry. And they're going to hear all this stuff about <laughs> me. And then all their friends are going to hear it. And that's so scary and embarrassing. It's like, no, 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 it's not man. that. <laughs> what, where are you getting your information about marriage conferences? Where have you been? Who would pay for things like that? And man, it was so great. So jump into that one too. That's a yeah. fantastic man. You're so that's smart. A fear we have yeah. Heard. I think if, if I could set that fear to rest, I would say, <laughs> yes, you, you are airing your stuff to yourself. Yes, that is true. Not, not necessarily to others. And that may be why at some conferences people simply talk at you and, mm. you know, they expect you to go home and do the work for that, for that fear. For that reason. And I would say one great thing about Fusion is that your choice to talk in front of the group is, is just that. It's just a choice. You can, you can't. It's up to you. It's really, it's, it makes mm-hmm. no difference. My husband and I, Jeff and I, will share very vulnerably about our own marriage, all the dirt, all the, all the stuff, because that's part of our stand. Mm-hmm. And what everybody chooses to share in Fusion is up to them. We will stand with you to share everything with your spouse because that's actually where it matters, right? Matters yeah. that my spouse knows me. They know all the stuff that's going on. Not necessarily that the whole room does. And of course, it can add value if you're willing to get vulnerable with mm. people. It's a, a way we can support one another. And of course, it's not a have to. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm so glad mm. you talked about that. And I want to tell people too, you guys, it's not just Gap Community, but you and Max are so smart, so detailed. You've thought about this so deeply and so often that you know how to walk people through this. You know, you've done this so many you've times. Done it for that, 20 years. Yeah. You know, people have stepped on every landmine, hit every roadblock, gone over every road bump, every pothole possible in front of you all. Therefore, you've learned how to finesse and direct and help people have conversations that might be awkward in a less awkward way. Mm. You know, that's a big deal. That's a good um, Amy, I want to ask something. So um, we've had people go to the website, which is gapcommunity.com slash fusion. And there's a link at rebelparenting.org and on Facebook all over the place. Um, the first thing it says, what you can expect from the Fusion Marriage Workshop 
And the first piece there says gaining tools and resourceful ways of receiving and taking a neutral look at feedback from others. Now, I know what that means, but let's unpack that for people because we have some people <laughs> look at that and they go, what are you talking about? Why do I want that? Is that worth 600 bucks? You know, or whatever it is that they're saying. But let's jump yeah. into what it means uh, taking a neutral look at feedback from others. Let's jump in. What's feedback? So, yeah, so feedback's super easy. It's just someone else's experience of you. So it's essentially saying, hey, listen, you're, you're impacting me because we're in relationship and here's yourself. Here's what I see. Mm -hmm. And so the breakdown in marriage occurs when Max or my husband, he goes by Max as well, Jeff or Max, either way. And uh, when Max goes to give me feedback about, hey, honey, here's how you're impacting me. And I don't want to hear it. I don't I I get afraid Mm -hmm. or I get defensive or um, I don't know. I have any kind of a response that shuts down the conversation. That is when the first you could call it crack appears in the marriage because my husband is coming to me. He's saying, Hey, I've got something to offer you. Um, it's, it's in our marriage. It's part of it. It's the way you're impacting me. And if I don't want to hear it or I can't get myself to a neutral place, that's what that word means. Like be neutral when you hear it. Um, then that starts to create a problem because then Mm -hmm. it communicates to Max, Hey, this isn't a safe, this isn't an okay place for you to be honest. For sure. And if we can't have honesty in our marriage, that sets us up for all kinds of things. So Mm -hmm. really working in fusion, training ourselves, if you will, to be neutral, meaning Mm -hmm. when someone brings me something, instead of being reactive, oh my gosh, how can you say that? It's crazy. You're so mean. You hurt my feelings. I can't, yeah. 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 (laughs) My my go-to is like, I I start blaming them. (laughs) Like, yeah, but you, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. That's my favorite default. Sure. Well, I think everybody has a strategy. I have them too. I tend to just shut down and be silent. Oh, okay. I'll just, I'm going away now in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that that's human. That is, there's, it's not bad. There's no judgment about that. It's more taking a look and saying, okay, what could be, what could be the value in my marriage if I could stay neutral and listen and hear my spouse's feedback? Mm. What could that open up for us? Mm. What could be created if I, if I didn't go away? Yeah. If I didn't withhold how I was feeling, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what could we have? What could we share? And Amy, I want to say how impactful that's been for Laura and I. I mean, it is just unbelievable how that's changed our marriage. But even more than that, when you can apply that in other relationships, in other situations, in other scenarios where you're just looking at feedback as a neutral piece of information. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. Maybe I should act on it. Maybe I shouldn't act on it, but it's a neutral way. Mm -hmm. Now, let me state, I'm really bad at it. I work on it all the time. (laughs) It is a constant struggle to do this. And when you do, life becomes so calm and you get to move and grow and and get over those roadblocks, get over those hurdles, get over those obstacles. It's, it's really, really helpful. I think our first, since our fusion, I realized when I'm not neutral. So that has helped. Mm. I think just discovering like, oh, okay, I'm not neutral right now. I'm flooded. That's mm. our new word we learned. Totally. And I'm going to give you a yeah. bye when when we're going to talk about this. But right now, I know I'm not in a place to hear anything. <laughs> That's right. And that has helped. Yeah. Totally that, helped. Because then we're like, okay, well, by when will we talk about it? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's set up I win. And so, I'm going to unpack that for people. Laura, when she gets flooded, means that's it. We're not talking anymore. I'm overwhelmed. It's too much. You know, whatever that means. Sometimes I walk in the house after work and it's all crazy. And I'm like, oh, flooded. Can't handle it. Got to stop. Got to pause. So that's flooded for us. And then by when, I'm a verbal processor. I like to talk out and I like to talk until something is done. And Laura doesn't. And I do this for a living. So I'm kind of good at it, which stinks for anybody else. So Laura and I, at times, she doesn't want to talk about it. Or maybe I don't want to talk about it. And so we give each other what's called a by when. Well, by when will we talk about this? Because it's important to me. Mm. That gives you a chance to breathe, reflect, think, and then come back. Instead of getting in the crazy cycle. And we learned that at Fusion, Amy. I mean, (laughs) I've heard those things before, but it just got totally ingrained in us since our And this is what I'm saying. When you're listening to a podcast, it's not an experiential uh, setting. You're hearing information from us. And I understand some people learn very well that way. Some don't. Fusion is different. You'll be actually working this out throughout the day, you know, um, with your spouse in little small groups, being able to ask questions. And it's a small group too. Some marriage conferences you've been to, it's this huge group. It's a giant auditorium. It's a church, you know, kind of thing. Easy to hide. That's right. This, This is a very limited, it's under 20 couples. We probably have about 10 slots left, uh, but this is small group. You're getting your money. And my goodness, yeah. getting your money's worth. You're getting so much more <laughs> than you're paying for because it is a small group and because these trainers, Amy and Max, are that talented. I can say that. Yeah, of course. Well, and I think, you know, to your point earlier, Ryan, how often do we hear something and we think, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I should do that. Like one day I should do that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. But we don't, we don't practice, right? So I hear this great thing. Oh, that's a great idea about marriage. Yeah, I should do that. I should, you know, receive feedback. Good idea. You know, but we don't, I, I'll speak for myself. I'm not always disciplined to, okay, well, why, what stops me from doing that right now? Mm. Right? Like, let's be in the moment. So that's the great thing about fusion is we are not going to just dissect and discuss great ideas for three days. The idea would be let's practice here where you can, Get some outside input, other perspectives. Mm-hmm. You're not in a, you know, a fight like you are at home when you're in your space. You're in this neutral weekend, right? You can practice some things. Then when you go home and life happens, mm-hmm. as life does happen, you actually have practiced these things. If they're not new, it's not like, oh, where was that good idea I wrote down six months ago? <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, right, right. Okay. We need and to, you get to ask. Well, I'm flooded. Yeah, you get to ask questions. You know, you've given, when we were at Fusion, you give homework, you go back and you try things and some things don't work. And the beauty yep. is you go back and you say, hey, we tried this and it got kind of weird or got awkward or this didn't work yep. for us. And you and Max are like, oh, okay, maybe you misunderstood this part or why don't you try this? Or, and you can ask those questions right there. So it's not this, oh, you know, we tried that. I don't know if we're getting it right. I wish I could ask somebody fusion you get to that's i mean right there hands on digging into it it's so amazing mm. yeah i mean it's it's really from mine and max's perspective what has caused the most shifts and transformation in our marriage is being willing to engage immediately not putting difficult conversations off mm. not mm-hmm. waiting for quote unquote the right time when things are happening right now you know, so there's such an immense value to engaging with your marriage right now. Hmm. There's no need to wait. Right, right. 
Yeah, it's not something that you wait till the weekend's over to go home and try this stuff. It's let's yeah. try it throughout the day. Something else that says what you're going to get at the workshop is clarifying vision for your joint future. And this is an interesting one. And it's it's great because people go, oh, well, what's fusion for? Is it young couples? Is it old couples? Is it crisis couples? Is it good couples? And we go, yes, <laughs> absolutely. If you're a couple, yeah. <laughs> then fusion's for you. That's you ch- right. People change. Laura and I have now been together uh, for 12 years. And I'm mm-hmm. a different person than I was when I, when I first got married. So is Laura. Amazingly, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences. And over time, our vision for what we thought our future was going to be has changed. And it was a really neat exercise as a couple to talk about our kids and our family and our relationship. Mm. And what yeah. are the things that we desire for our family going forward? What are the things that just to even have the space to have a conversation like that. I mean, Laura, we're so busy. You're doing homeschool and camps in the summer and doing the broadcast and prepping and all that. We got a chance to say, who do we want to be as a couple? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, I don't know about the two of you, but Max and I, we're not always disciplined to stop our lives and evaluate, Hey, who's over there? Who are you today, Max? Who am I today? What, what are we working towards? Hmm. And is it, is it truly what we say we want or are we just, you know, basically on a treadmill, just going around and around. Mm. So I think, yeah, there's tremendous value to just pausing and going, okay, who's over there? What are we, what are we about? What is this marriage about? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So Amy, for you, what would you share with a couple that's maybe on the fence? Like, Oh, I don't know if I really want to go to this workshop. Um, What would you say to them? Well, I maybe would have a conversation about, you know, when's the last time you invested in your marriage? Mm. And, you know, because that sometimes for people, they're like, oh, I don't know. We go on date night or, you know, we just we went away for a weekend. Awesome. Those are all awesome things. Right. And I'm, I'm fully for going away, date nights, the whole everything. And that's different than, OK, Max and I took a time out. And we evaluated our marriage. We mm. realigned mm-hmm. some pieces that were off. We we took a hard look at where am I withholding myself from him? What you know, where where is he maybe not being forthright with me? What what where are we struggling? What's next? We we examined our vision. So which that's different than we took an awesome vacation together and we yeah. chillaxed for four days, for you know, sure. which is a great too. So I think, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to people, I just say, well, hey, when's the last time you actually paused, hit pause, and looked at everything that's going on in your marriage, both the things that are working really well Mm. and the things that are not working? And where, where would you like to realign for, say, the next two or three years? I personally believe that every marriage needs this one, one to two times a year. You know, Max Mm -hmm. and I, not every six to eight months we sit down and we go, okay, what feedback do you have for me? Where are we at? Because mm-hmm. it's just so easy. And that, you know, with the kids and the daily grind to just be off in, uh, in Amy land and then have lost sight of, wait a minute, I'm in a marriage. We are creating something. Am I on track? Are we on track as a couple? Mm-hmm. Is our family, mm-hmm. are we creating our vision? Hmm. I love it. I love it. Is it also a little bit easier because you're a black belt and if Max (laughs) lips off a little bit, you can still, you know, whoop him. 
Just a little, just, <laughs> no, I, I get it. It is. It's good. It's good to check in and it's good to check in in a way that you know it ahead of time. You know, it's not something you spring on someone at the last minute. Hey, we're going to go to fusion. We're going to have a great time. Right. We're going to, we're going to have some great homework and we're going to meet some cool people. We're going to, marriage is going to get better. We're going to have some great sex and it's going to be a good weekend and we might have some hard conversations, but we're preparing for it ahead of time. You're ready for this stuff. And I'm telling you, you invest yeah. in your marriage. You invest in it, it will get better. Where you put your dollars, where you put your time, where you put your effort, it will grow. If you look at my backyard right now, it's covered in weeds. Laura's embarrassed. It's terrible. <laughs> because I haven't had a chance to invest in it. It's totally taken over. Mm. And I have to invest in it or it's gonna get it's gonna go to weeds, which is what your marriage will too. You've got to invest in it to keep it moving forward. And Things like Fusion, man, it really does. It, it works. It helps. How did you and Max find Fusion? Why is this different for you? I mean, you love people. You love seeing marriages. Laura and I do as well. You know, people ask us, why did you choose Fusion? And I say, well, it works. That's why. I mean, I've been to a lot of things that, I mean, every now and then someone goes, oh, yeah, that made a big impact on me, but it's every now and then. When I talk to people that have been mm. through a Gap Community program, the percentages are very, very astounding of how many people's lives are changed. Hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, Max and I, we read this statistic that the Gottman Institute put out and it said, you know, most couples seek help for their marriage about three to five years too late. So they're so knee deep in it by the time they reach out for help that it's, it's really like pushing a rock up a hill. And I remember mm. Max and I are this November we'll celebrate fifteen years of marriage. Congratulations. And nice. woohoo. <laughs> I know. And I remember, you know, somewhere around two or three years of marriage thinking to myself, Okay, till death do us part, you know, as a twenty three year old person, that's a long time. This yeah. is many, many mm. years. You start thinking about and killing I your spouse. You're like, mm, <laughs> I might have to speed that up. For I don't you. want it to be three to five years late. Yeah. 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 So it just in my mind that this is a no brainer, you know. Um, having the hard conversation now, not three years from now, mm. way better. Yeah. Way better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And this is, it's hard for people to hope. When you look at our culture, our culture has abandoned marriage. We've tried to redefine it to something that it's not. We make it a sitcom trope where we make fun of it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a hacky punchline joke for comedians that aren't very good about, you know, the longer you're married, the less sex you have. The best sex you have is before you're married. And the husbands just oogle women and drink beer and they ball look at and porn. Chain. And yeah. the ball and chain and the anchor and the albatross, yeah. all those things we've, des- we've deemed to place on top of marriage. I had no idea how great marriage could be. And I'm telling people, I'm divorced I was married before. Mm -hmm. I've been through a bad marriage. I've been through a nasty divorce. I've lost everything. I lost my house. I lost my car. I lost my job. All of that going through a divorce. I was terrified to get married again. I went to crazy amounts of counseling. I had no idea what this relationship could be like. I look at my parents. They've been married for 57 years this year. And I go, yeah, but you guys are different. And it's not. They're not different. They just invested wisely and the more i invest Mm -hmm. in laura and i i'm not kidding man i wish i could tell people how good it is it's so it's beyond comprehension good it's the greatest thing in my life it's hard but it's the greatest thing in my life i think you know that's that's the at the end of the day 
where the rubber meets the road is if I really want intimacy and joy and connection with this other person that's my spouse, then that's an investment. It is not free. It doesn't just happen. Mm. It's not something that you wake up one Mm. day and And you have it, you know, with, yeah, and you have it, you know, and that's part of where I think the culture sells us a bit short in addition to what you said. Because you think it's going to be easy. Oh, you're just in. Yeah, you're entitled to this without you yourself sacrificing and investing. And so I think that's, you know, that's the other piece of fusion is it's also a training to talk through with one another. Like, wow, here's where I've shortchanged you. Mm. Here's where I've been expecting more than I've been willing to give. Mm. And um, here's where I'm in need of some forgiveness. And to, you know, even talk through that in marriage, disappointments you know, that have come along the way because we are two humans, totally imperfect, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to make a go of it together, you know? Yeah. So there's yeah, there's going to be bumps. Yeah, it can get a little blurry in there sometimes, I'm sure. You know, you said that. It's really interesting. Forgiving someone for a past hurt. How funny is it how long we hold on to things of expectations we thought were going to happen and it didn't? Uh. And you just think, well, I thought my life was going to be this way and it's not, and it's not because of you and I'm going to hold it against you. Mm. I thought we'd live here. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd make this much money. I thought our house would look like that. I thought we'd have this number of kids. I thought our relationship would be different. Whatever it is, I just realized that I had been blaming Laura for all these things that she has nothing to do with, and it finally came to a head. I, we both had this weird pain in our neck and back. I had thrown my shoulder out, and I was waking up in so much pain, and she was too, and we're trying to figure out what it is, and I remember I was getting in the shower and she goes, do you think it's me? And I was like, I don't know. But sometimes when I wake up, my pillow's over <laughs> here and you're on my side and da, 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 da. And I got in the shower and I was like, you idiot. How stupid. You didn't really just blame your wife for you throwing your shoulder out. What were you thinking? And I walked back out and I was like, nope, it's not you. It's not you at all. How ridiculous. Mm. It's, it, but we forget those things. And the closest person to us, it comes from the original sin. When the Lord asked Adam, hey, who told you you were naked? That's what happened. The Lord's walking in the garden and Adam's not there. And the Lord's like, hey, where are you? And Adam's like, we were afraid. We're naked. The Lord goes, who told you you were naked? And the first thing out of his mouth, the woman you gave me. I mean, the first thing he said was, wasn't my fault. It's your fault. It's not my fault. It's her fault. It's her fault. And it's your fault for giving her to me. You should have done something. I mean, we passed that buck. And that's what I've been doing in my marriage. And we've got to look at it. And Fusion helped me with that. Fusion helped us have those conversations. Mm-hmm. you know. And was it awkward? Was it hard for me to be like, I'm sorry, I kind of blame you for a bunch of stuff that you don't cause? Yeah, it's hard. But our marriage is better because of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, that's part of the pathway, if you will, to connection. Hmm. Right? So part of connecting with my spouse is owning my crap, like owning the way I'm being human with you and it's not working. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of what I hear you saying is like, hey, if I'm not willing to own it when I miss it with Max, it does not matter whether he does or not. It's not a tit for tat. It's not, you know, you've got 100% and I've got 200%. No, it is about me owning the way I miss it with him and being my commitment to him. And that does not depend on him. Doesn't depend on, you know, and I think that's where couples also break down is they think everything's got to be exactly equal. Yeah. If I give, you must give. And however much I give, you have to give that much. Mm. But that's not life. Mm-mm. Right? How many times has Max done far more for me? You know, when I had infants and toddlers mm-hmm. and, 
he's holding down two jobs and you know but i don't think about that in the moment where i'm mad yeah <laughs> right i'm thinking about i'm mad you know yeah so it's just it's not possible frankly to to keep track no i think that's, that's why the scripture says don't keep track because yeah. you can't yeah. yeah you cannot it's not possible to stop well it's just interesting you know there's seasons we go through <laughs> You know, where you've got a couple of kids and we've got kids. When Laura's pregnant, she can't do as much. Um, you know, when she's late mm-hmm. pregnant, she can't clean as much and she can't, she's, she gets tired easy. And we go, oh yeah, well that makes sense. Of course I'm going to pick up the slack during that. Or when she broke her wrist. Um, you know, I had to pick up a little slack with that. Mm-hmm. When I was in the hospital, Laura did everything. I mean, I was totally incapacitated for a while and she had to pick up all the slack for that. Mm. And interestingly that makes sense to us well yeah. of course i don't resent you <laughs> for that for part. breaking your wrist right. i mean how silly <laughs> you rise yeah. up but yeah. when we are emotionally or spiritually or mentally sick or injured when we've had something like mm. that and we're going to our spouse come on just suck it up like come on just move forward like what are you doing we're not doing that we're not picking up the slack in those times because we view it differently. We've got to view it as the same. This is our spouse. This is our partner. This is the person we're going to be with till death do us part. This is the only person I'm going to be with. And when you look at it that way, that's where you go back to Ephesians where it's stuck as if unto the Lord. It's an act of worship. Christ, as, mm-hmm. as, as Christ laid his life down for the church, that's how husbands were supposed to act. And wives, it's as if unto the Lord. It's this, it's viewing them in the light of Jesus, not as a spouse. Hmm. Want all the more reason to have a clear vision mm. so that when I am in those moments and I am being human because I, that's who I am, that I, I can be reminded, oh, wait a minute, why am I treating Max this way? This is not my vision for my marriage. This is not, you know, who I said I'm committed to be for him. And it's, it's an anchor. Mm. Um, so that's the great thing about fusion. You know, you get clear when you leave fusion, you will be clear on your vision for your marriage. And it is a huge anchor for Max and I. We go back to it in the middle of an argument. Wait a minute. We said, this is who we are for each other. Mm. That's not happening right now. We need to take a time out or a walk it off or laugh for a minute and come back to, wait a minute. This is serious. This is our marriage. It matters. Yeah. Laura, this we- matters right now. Hey, Amy, you you just spoke a little bit about having an anchor in your marriage and having an anchor in your life. Can you share a little bit more about what that means? Yeah. So when I think of an anchor, it is the thing that pulls me back when I'm, I have almost lost my mind. So I think about arguments I have with Max and I'm maybe I'm yelling or I'm making actually unfair accusations or assumptions about him. And our vision, mine and Max's joint vision for our marriage, it, it is an anchor for me to, to stop and go, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm acting like a crazy person right now. Mm-hmm. This is not, it's a way to pull me back yeah. so that I don't just completely lose it. Because, you know, if, if I was left to my own devices, I, yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can be careless. I can, I can be cold towards my husband and, Having a vision as a way of grounding me into, okay, wait a minute, you said you would be this person for him. And so it doesn't, you know, how you're feeling right now, Mm. upset, it's got to be held in and contained inside of this vision of who you are for him. Mm. So I do not have permission to read Max the Riot Act all the time just because I feel like it. That's awesome. Wow, that's fantastic. So that's what I think about anchor, something that, that keeps me grounded 
when I'm tempted to be to throw to, your adult you tantrum. Know, <laughs> That's how I call it. Yeah, like basically. oh, I just threw yeah, my yeah. tantrum again. Okay, totally. let's go again. <laughs> People that watch the live videos, you know, I'm tattooed up a little bit, and I always think of that when anybody says anchor. There's a a traditional tattoo that says mm. hold fast, but the whole thing is hold fast like an anchor in the stone. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing. Absolutely. Like we were in, we were with Laura's uh, brothers and and the nephews. I was out on a boat with them, and they had anchored the boat, and it was caught on a reef, and we were swimming down to dislodge it. And I was thinking of that phrase: "Hold fast, like an anchor in the stone." Had we not been able to swim that mm. far down, we would have had to cut it because it was just it held fast like an anchor in the stone. I mean, we were down there pounding on this thing, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's what that means." And when you've got an anchor as a vision, who are we as a couple? What do we believe about each other? You know, learning to when Laura says something that naturally would be a trigger from my past has nothing to do with her. I got to look at her and go, "She would never say something to hurt my feelings on purpose. That's not the marriage we have." Why would I assume mm-hmm. she's trying to hurt my feelings? I've got to change that thought because this is the woman that chose me. It's a hard thing, but that's the mm-hmm. anchor uh, that I want to be held fast like an anchor in the stone. I want to anchor that with her so that when we're in a fight and I go, oh, it's not her, it's me. She has the best interest in mind of, of me. She's got our family's best interest in mind. I got to know that. I got to pay attention to that. Hmm. Yeah. And that just takes practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that anybody's born just being able to do that. And I don't, you know, here's a, I think another common misconception people have is, oh, well, you only go to a marriage workshop because something's wrong with your marriage. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you go to a marriage workshop because we are two humans living a vision together and we are going to miss it. Mm. I am going to miss it with Max. And I, I don't know all, all the possible tools on the whole planet for helping me in my marriage for my vision. Mm. And so being the practice, if you will, like what Ryan was just saying, that practice of taking those thoughts and going, okay, wait a minute, this is the thought I'm having. And what do I know to be true? And are those the same? (laughs) You know, is Max really out to get me right now? Yeah. Is that true? We just had that conversation (laughs) tonight. I said something to Laura that I said it in a way that was inappropriate. I don't feel the thing I said was wrong, but the way I said it was. And Laura was mad and then shifted. And it was so amazing. She shifted off of her anger so fast that I didn't. And she was like, why are you mad? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm still mad. You know, like, I, <laughs> it, it was just, it was so, I was, and, and I was almost mad because I was jealous of how fast she shifted. She looked at the situation. She's like, of course you don't think, of course you're not making fun of me. Of course you're not telling me I'm dumb. And just shifted off of it. And mm. I saw the look on her face and I was like, I don't do that. I I, I'm not able to do it like that. and Up until now. It's something I'm working on. Yeah. Definitely something I'm working on. Well, I think, too, also, just back to Fusion offering hope for people, I think it um, one of the distinctions, I think, for me that landed was there's 80% of your marriage you can work on, and then there's 20% that's unsolvable, or I don't know that, what how it was used, but 20% yeah. that's just me. I'm going to be who I am. Yep. I've been this way for whatever. That's not to give license <laughs> for not growing to anybody who's listening. I don't get to use that as an excuse to be a victim. Like, right. oh, that's just how I was raised. Yet, there's that just gave me so much freedom because it felt like for 11 years, we'd been having the same fight, just with a different little variation. Mm. Yeah. And then I just, it dawned on me, I don't think we fought about, we have fought about it since Fusion because I realized, wait, that we can't solve that. What was it? I 
it was about now i'm not gonna know how to land it um <laughs> that's all right <laughs> i think it was the distinction in parenting we haven't fought a lot about parenting and we fought about parenting every all the time. day and and let me tell you why <laughs> and this is something that fusion helped us with fusion's a marriage workshop it helped us in our parenting and it's because i am a binary authoritarian person naturally i'm more militaristic i'm more binary black and white i'm more my way is the highway laura is more lenient and what we were doing as parents is swinging our pendulums our own direction more to offset our spouse so i'm more strict i'm a more a, a stronger disciplinarian i'm more black and white i'm more my way or the highway and laura is more mm. you know nurturing loving free you know expressive and we're going further and further and further the direction all that means is we're an off-balance couple and off-balance couples don't parent well and fusion put us mm. back on the same page of listen even if we disagree in front of the kids we're a team yeah even if I think yeah. what you're doing makes you look like a jackass, and I say that because I'm the jackass, we're going to agree in front of the kids because we're on the same page and we're a team. We've stopped fighting about most stuff. But, yeah, I can't I'm really pretty helped. sure that was the distinction. It just helped because I think I, as I talk with people and I'm working with people, I feel like some of the issues they're trying to fix, I guess I would say, that it really can't be fixed this side of heaven. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting mm -hmm, too lofty, mm -hmm, but yeah, um, it just freed me up to deal with what is there and what is present and what we can um, achieve together. I guess I don't know if that needs any more distinction yeah. on that, but yeah, it really helped. Well, I think what it as I listen to you, part of what I'm hearing is you got off your conversation about fixing and got more or less onto a conversation about relating differently. Yeah. Totally. So instead of I've got to make this thing get better, go away, change, it's more like, okay, so how can I relate to Ryan in a way that actually opens up new resources in our marriage instead of Shuts punishing him, him for being a way that he just, he's been his way his whole life. Yeah, you yeah. Know? totally. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it, it is because uh, let's, let's be completely frank and honest. The first eight years of our marriage and Lincoln's life, I was very, very angry black and white, my way or the highway, right? Mm -hmm. For the most part. Yeah, I think you're painting a picture that's not exactly accurate, but his default conversation was definitely that. Yeah, the default is operate. I'm right, Yeah, and I'm good at arguing, and if you can't come up with a good reason, a better argument than mine, Ryan's right. Then I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How good was our marriage? How free was it? How free did you feel? How, how, not too how much? Not too, right? <laughs> no. And I, it's, it's I don't on the care. crazy train. Yeah, and I'm okay talking about it because it's different now. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I'm glad I got help. I'm glad we've moved on. But I just want husbands out there to know that my way or the highway, that authoritarian, uh, hierarchical marriage thing of you know I'm the head and I make all the rules and I lead and you follow me. That wasn't working at all, and it was stifling my kids' creativity, my wife's creativity. It stifled our sex life. It stifled everything that we had. And you can overcome that stuff and it will make mm -hmm. every, the more you can let go, the better it will make you. And that's for the control freaks out there. You you know who I'm talking to. There's people out there like, not me, not me. It's like, yeah, we're talking to each other. It's all right. <laughs> that's funny. Well, you know, as you're sharing that story, I was thinking, you know, Max and I, when we did Fusion, we were married five years. So it was a mm. while ago. We've done now, we've done it twice. So 
you know, tune-ups. Mm-hmm. And the first time we did it, we're like newlywed, married five years. We're like, yeah, it's great. We don't got anything going on. And fast forward five years, we have two miscarriages, boom, boom, right mm. in a row. And I just remember it just took me out. Yeah. I mean, depression. Totally. I Some days I hated Max. Other days I was just so needy and clingy. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for what I learned in fusion because part of it was like, wow, I didn't quote unquote need it, if you will, like we want to use that kind of term at five years, but fast forward into the future Mm. of events I could not have seen Mm. ever so grateful for what Max and I learned and went through and talked through and not that it made, you know, moving through the grief of losing the children easier by any stretch, but at least we were working together Mm, as best we could, you know, and we actually had some hope and resource in it. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't just floundering. So, you know, so I say too, like, it doesn't matter where your marriage is at. Your marriage doesn't have to be rocky. It doesn't have to be the greatest. It doesn't matter. I mean, you never know. We cannot know the circumstances our lives will face. And, you know, so I just say, hey, there's everything you learn in fusion will be useful in your marriage at some point in time. Guaranteed. Amen. Guaranteed. Yep. Perfect. That's it. That's it. We're going to close with that because yep. that is exactly right. Wherever You're your marriage ready. is at, if it's good, it will get better. If it's bad, it will get better. Every stage you're at, mm. fusion will make your marriage better. And, you know, my dad, when I was little, used to always say, Ryan, you don't know what you don't know. And it frustrated me because it's such a true mm. statement. I didn't know. I just didn't. Culture doesn't tell you. Books don't tell you. Churches don't tell you how good your marriage can be. I just didn't know. Here's what I Here's what I now know. It can get better than what it is today, and I'm super stoked where I'm at yeah. today. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. And every person that comes to Fusion and invests in their marriage or just invests in your marriage, I can't wait to see where it takes you because it's going to be amazing. Okay. Awesome. Amy, Amy, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks for you and Max. Thanks for coming yeah. out here. We'd We're love have... to have you on again with Max. Another sure. call just to talk yep. about Fusion yeah. and jump yeah. into more distinctions. Mm-hmm. In fact, while you're out here, for let's sure. record one live and then people can see what you look like. We'll shoot some videos. It'll be totally fun. That'll be great. I would love that. Awesome. Love you guys, Amy. Thank you so thank much. You, love you too. Take care, guys. Hey, Rebels, that's our program for today, but we'd love to have you come to our Fusion Marriage Workshop right here in Colorado Springs. Go to gapcommunity.com slash fusion. Sign up for it. We'll see you here. And Laura and I are going to have everybody over to our house afterward for a party. We'd love to meet all of our listeners and to see your marriages get upgraded. Catch me Monday and Friday on Rebel Live, facebook.com slash Dobson, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern. Sign up for the newsletter by texting the word rebel to 444-999. Follow us on Instagram at Rebel Parenting. God bless y'all. See you soon.